This is gold, Mr. Chris. All my life, I've been in love with its color, its brilliance, its divine heaviness. I welcome any enterprise that will increase my stock, which is considerable. I think you've made your point, Benfinger. Thank you for the demonstration. Choose your next witticism carefully, Mr. Chris. It may be your last. The purpose of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be disturbed by another. Good night, Mr. Chris. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Chris. I expect you to die. There's nothing- And Jafar! I'm here too. Did you really just and Peggy our cold open? I'd say that was a pretty good gold open. Do you agree? I don't know if it's the Burger King in my stomach or that pun, but I am in pain. Is it heart, is it heart pain? No. No, I mean, yes, my heart hurts, but it's not located in my heart. It's where all men's hearts lie, okay. in their stomach. I need you to lift both of your hands up. Okay. Let me look at your pupils. We good? Okay, I don't think you're stroking out. Sweet. That'd, um, be, that'd be a real bummer to record. Cool. Yeah. Why don't you uh, tell people uh, what's going on? what they're listening to right now? Well, this is Draft the Universe. The, the Nerd, Nerd Fight. Fight Battle Royale. Yes, the Nerd Fight Battle Royale. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes, this episode will be coming out on Valentine's Day, and we're glad you're spending it with us. But it is not Valentine's Day now. Today is one day after our podcast launched. Yay. Hey guys, we did it. We, 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 we did the thing. We made a thing. By the time this podcast reaches the listeners' ears, of course, I'm assuming that we'll be uh, you know, on our separate yachts recording remotely from the Gulf of Spain or something, right? Probably. Does Spain have yeah. a gulf? No. Okay, well, some gulf. Yeah, and not, not the Gulf of Mexico, a fancier gulf. No. One with less BP oil tankers, just in case. Never forget. Oh, boy. Way to bring it down, buddies. Okay. So, so our podcast launched. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you, everybody who listened day one. Thank you for anybody who's joined in. We really appreciate it. Um, more than I am capable capable to express uh, in words. It's, it means a great deal. Thank you. More than he is capable to express in words. Uh, point made. <laughs> this Chris, is a- say the kickstand band kickstand band at bandcamp.com all right been practicing i'm proud of you <laughs> all right so we are going to be drafting james bond films dun 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 that's the end of creative commons okay wait <laughs> We were, I was going to roll with that. I was, I was going to do a full acapella, but I guess it's probably better for everyone that we don't. Ba-da, ba-da! Ba-da-da! Ba-da-da! Ba-da, ba-da-da! Yep, we figured for our 007th episode, we should draft Bond movies. Um, I would like to propose a format change, gentlemen. Okay. Um, slight, slight format change. Okay. Um, 
that I'd like to introduce in this draft. Um, when we go into Strategy Corner, besides talking about our general strategy, I would also like to have us pick a hate pick slash oh no you didn't. Um, we need a good name for this. Listeners, feel free to suggest something. So what you're talking about is a, uh, a called shot like, I'm going to laugh so hard if somebody picks this one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just a, this is the worst pick you could possibly make. I don't know why you would take this. It's dumb. This mm-hmm. is why it's dumb. Kind of a thing real quick yeah. during Strategy Corner. Yeah, so Goldeneye. Yeah, probably for you. You can pick Goldeneye <sighs> if you want. Well, you guys shouldn't pick Goldeneye. It's just a terrible film. So we know what Chris's first pick is. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, that's the general idea. Um, and then that way, in the draft, we can go, oh, my God, you took my, oh, no, you didn't pick which we'll call it until someone suggests something. And I'm sure we can slide in a, a like, siren wailing sound effect, like, womp, 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 womp. Yeah. We just picked a no-no pick. Um, I think Some air horns. I think maybe when you have edited one of our podcasts, you can, you can put <laughs> sound, sound. Maybe this is your first one that you edit. Maybe. If you guys would, wouldn't bloviate so much, maybe I'd get the time to edit one. Makewees. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So... Yep, we are drafting Bond movies. Uh, really excited. Uh, love watching these movies. Been watching these movies since I was a kid. I'd say unique in the uh, the sense that it's the first time that we've had a fairly limited field of options to choose from. Um, mm-hmm. Our usual list is fifteen. So if you uh, if you have if you have five that you need to get, you have to pick fifteen to ensure that if you know the worst case scenario happens and both of my friends draft everything that I want, I still have five left. But here. Uh, 15 is only leaving out another nine films before you've got the whole bunch. Yeah, there's, this is going to be... Everything we've drafted up to this point has been very broad. Uh, this is going to be interesting, if only because of how limiting it is. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's real easy. We just don't draft any Roger Moore fo- movies. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, that's That's something we'll talk about. During the draft, I'm sure. I mean, we might. Or in our, our uh, strategy, in strategy corners. corners yeah. uh, Roger Moore. Good old Grandpa Bond. I mean, he got up there. Yeah. And in there. hey Yeah, so uh, I tried to find some confirmed statistics for the total, num- total number of, uh, of, of on-screen like, kills that Bond has had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not been able to find a single number... Um, and it's all really, uh, you know, it's people counting things on the internet from their favorite yeah. film. So I don't, I don't know how to trust it, but, but like, even by conservative estimates, Bond has killed more people than like the war in Afghanistan. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Like how many times does he walk out of a building as it's exploding and you're like, oh, the janitor. No. Yeah. Lots of dead people. Lots. I mean, lots in, and lots. In, in terms of like damage to infrastructure he has a worse record than the american government so on the upkeep of their own infrastructure (laughs) thinking about it um they he's probably done more damage than if the blues brothers had an equal number of films i mean nobody died in those car crashes i mean 
someone had to have died in those car crashes. I mean, I know they show people getting out of the cars afterwards, they but... They A-team it real good. Wait a second. <sighs> so, we're talking about an extended film universe for the Blues Brothers? I would... Yeah, I'm down. Do you recast the Blues Brothers themselves every couple of years to keep it fresh? Um, I can see it going either way. I don't know, I just don't agree with the idea of making a Blues Brothers sequel. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. I was just... Is, I know I love Bond movies. I know Jafar loves Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Chris, what's your relationship with the Bond films? I don't know. How are we friends? Well, it's just like, how are, we are they things... A, how are we making a podcast together? You don't know that I love Bond films. I just, I've never heard you talk about it. I literally um, picked the topic. Well, yeah. But I, 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 I thought we pressured you into it. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Okay. We will be seeing plenty of other circumstances. Okay, well, I think uh, there's some there's some questions we can ask beforehand that aren't too revealing. Um, like, we can each talk about our first Bond movie. Yep. I mean, Jafar can talk about seeing uh, Dr. No in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not that old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, of course, saw the Canadian version of that Dr. A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just know uh, I fell into that you know sweet spot when uh, Pierce Brosnan became Bond and there was the the dead period, so there were no Bond movies between when I was born and when Golden and I came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a big deal because it was finally coming back to the silver screen. I was old enough to be taken to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was actually old enough to be taken to see it. <laughs> I was eight. I remember seeing Golden Eye in theaters. I remember that came out in what year? 95, I believe. 95. So I was seven. Yeah. So. 95. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, now our audience knows how old you are. Would you care to include any uh, digits of your social security number as well? Three. Three? Three's in there. Three's in there. Good money. All right. If you're playing the uh, Spycraft version of this uh, podcast at home, you have as much information as you'll ever need in order to kill one of us. Who, however, will remain a mystery. Ooh. I think, Chris, our podcast has been out for a month right now. We've all already been doxxed. It's happened. (laughs) Just just accept it. I'm just turning into the curve. I thought I was getting drunk and ordering stuff on Amazon, but I guess maybe that's what's happening. (laughs) Okay, so Ben's first Bond movie was Goldeneye. Was that your... Did you watch one before seeing a movie in theaters, Chris, that you can recall, your first Bond film? I think that I might have actually skipped Goldeneye in theaters... I was still living in Canada at that point, and I was... And they probably didn't get GoldenEye until, like, 2006, (laughs) I'm guessing? They probably got GoldenEye, like, the same day as as the U.S. But, no, I think I was... I think I might have been too young, or my parents might have wisely tried to keep me away from that. I I remember seeing um, a bunch of Sean Connery films on TV. I think, though, that the first Bond film that I can actually remember anything from is Moonraker. Mm. Um, which is a weird one, but one that is still I'm, I'm pretty fond of just because, well, maybe because of how weird it is. No, I mean, Moonraker was my second Bond film. I remember I was a kid and I was at my grandparents' house and they had cable and we didn't at home um, at this particular time frame. And I remember watching Live and Let Die and then Moonraker on TV with my grandpa. And that was my first two Bond movies. And so that that sold me right there. Um, it's why I've always been a fan of the more campy Bond films over the more serious ones. Mm-hmm. That'd do it. Yeah, yeah, it will. So, 
Yeah. I never had like a, a bonding moment with a family member over James Bond. I have, however, um, watched a ton of, of uh, John Wayne films with my dad. And I was just thinking a John Wayne draft would be pretty interesting. Mm. <laughs> Some fertile ground there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Genghis Khan, number one overall pick. Keep that what? in your back pocket. It's about the searchers, man. Yeah, the searchers, one hundred percent. If you don't take the searchers first pick, you're. The searchers, I don't even know. I, the my, searchers my, is excellent because like, my actual number one pick would probably be Sands of Iwo Jima. But mm, sure, okay. That's just because it was one of three movies that was up at my grandparents' cabin, so I have conservatively <laughs> watched it seventy times. <laughs> Fair enough. I like the searchers because it's like a a total dissection of what it means to be a western film. Except that it was done kind of unironically. It's a weird beast. Yeah. 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 Searchers is a very interesting yeah. very interesting topic. Especially in the modern era looking back at it. Mm-hmm. Well, all of those. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> all of those Westerns. Did you see the remake of True Grit? Yeah. It was I really did good. not. Yes. It was good? Was it, I mean, I'm not going to... Well, I guess I can probably spoil it. Okay, so... Is it different than the original True Grit? <laughs> so the original True Grit is a book. And they made a movie of it. Um, starring John Wayne, who was at that point super famous and, and renowned for doing westerns. And they kept the door open at the end of the film, even though Rooster Cogburn dies yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. And then they made a sequel. <laughs> so it's hard to... It's, it's, I mean, if you, if you were to use a historical uh, event anomaly, imagine that they made, a, um, they made a film about Abraham Lincoln starring a really popular actor. And then totally left out the part where he gets shot in the theater to keep it open for a sequel. <laughs> to be honest, I know I watched most of the Daniel Day-Lewis Lincoln movie. I don't remember the end, so maybe, they did. maybe that's happened. I they believe might it ends it. on the way to the theater. Yeah, yeah, they might skip that. Okay, so oh, that's happened. They kept happened. it open for a sequel. Excellent. <laughs> no, it's it was just more a unease. <laughs> you don't want to see that kind of a thing? I want to see a sequel to Abraham Lincoln. He's like a cyborg hiding out in the barn where John Wilkes Booth is hiding. I think we've already had that sequel, right? It's like... uh, Terminator 2? (laughs) Uh, Isn't there like an Abraham Lincoln... Vampire Hunter? Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there is. I haven't seen that. I've seen Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh, jeez, that movie is so bad. That movie is terrible. It is so bad. Yeah. Oh, we should do a terrible film draft. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The problem with that is that Ben's going to pick good movies. (laughs) All I have to do is copy Jaffer's draft list from this. Uh, <laughs> and with that, I think it's time to go to the strategy corner. All right. Uh, ben, you've got first pick. You're first in the box. All right. For the third time in four drafts, mm-hmm. I have the first pick. Oh, and, and uh, just a, a brief note. Uh, somebody pointed out uh, a note from our episode zero that the uh, closet in Matilda is called the Chokey. So thank you to... Um, Ryan. Thank you to Ryan. Uh is he a, a personal friend? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Ryan is my cousin-in-law. Excellent. Uh, he is the guy that besides Ben, I talk to about wrestling the most with. Mm. Cool. Probably. Well, thank you, Ryan, for reminding me. So we're now going to put Ben in the chokey. All right. All right. All Ben's right. in the chokey. Okay. So my thought process here is I'm going to try and really get a a broad uh, array of bonds. Uh, get Craig, get 
Connery, get Brosnan, get uh, Dalton, and really, really want to make sure I get uh, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I want to make sure I get Lazenby in there. Uh, just so I I know the, the trick here isn't necessarily going to be the best movies. It's going to be the ones that will handle the questions that are coming. And so there are, you know, movies, if we're talking about what uh, gadgets they use, Casino Royale, even though it's probably the best Bond film, doesn't have a whole lot of crazy gadgets. You know, he doesn't have an underwater car or a jetpack in there. So I want to really cover all my bases, set a, a wide net, and <laughs> really, really can't understand if somebody uh, uh, takes View to a Kill. The movie's terrible, but that that's my my hate pick, uh, and I I look forward to talking about these movies, laughing about these movies, and lovingly ripping them apart because they're they're beautiful garbage. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all for me. Hey, it's Chris. My strategy for today is that I want to be the very best, the best that there ever was. To catch James is my real test, to train Bond is my cause. Um, I have organized each of the Bond actors' films into a list, put my favorites at the top. But here's the twist. You can only get one from each Bond actor. So my uh, hate draft, or whatever we're going to call it, is if somebody happens to draft George Lazenby before I get to him, uh, I would consider him like a shiny Pokemon that you don't really even want. Um, same thing with Timothy Dalton. He's only got two, so he's pretty rare. All the rest I'm pretty um, confident that I'll get at least one that I'm looking for. Um, I'm excited. I know my first pick, but I'm not going to spoil it here. So I'll see you in the draft. <sighs> Hello, Internet. Jafar here. So the two games previous, uh, the cover songs and the uh, superheroes, I did a lot of preparation put a lot of forethought into it. I had all kinds of stuff written down about all my potential picks. Lots of time. 90s action movies came around. I didn't have a lot of time, but I had a couple beers in me, and that made things go a lot better for me as I took my first W. So, same thing going. I've got a lovely Ballast Point Sour Wench Blackberry Ale in my hand. Thank you, Brad, who left that here in the recording studio. I've got a list of movies. I know what I'm going for. I got my I got my picks. I got a surprise coming down. I'm gonna probably take it third, only because I know it's gonna I'm gonna get yelled at. They might tell me I can't take it. I'm gonna tell them to fuck off. Uh, you'll see what that is when it comes around. The only reason I'm not taking it last is so that it's less shenanigansy. Uh, that way. It opens up other options when I take this. It kind of opens up a side wing, and I don't want to deny everyone that also. So I'm going to take it in the middle, even though it's probably fourth pick, fifth pick quality. Um, oh, and my hate pick. 
fucking never say never again is the worst absolute i don't know why you take this movie i can see taking the 67 casino royale as a joke and trying to make a funny out of it and maybe trying to work some magic but never say never again it's just the shittiest bond movie made over again and shittier with sean connery who is probably at his worst in that film uh it's just oh, i hate never say never again All right, and with the first overall pick, never say never again. Really? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> he said it. He can't take it back, right? That's I, the rules. To be fair, we didn't say we were starting. That 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 was the only reason I, <laughs> I felt okay doing that. I think in a James Bond draft, the element of surprise has to be respected, right? <laughs> I think Ben just took never say never again. No. Chris, you got second pick. Fuck you. <laughs> well, let, let's let's give it to you as your uh, sixth honorary pick, as long as neither Jafari nor I pick it. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, Ben. Although it'll seem redundant. Okay. Are we are we starting, or can I keep the goof going? <laughs> no, no, no. Goof over. <laughs> okay. Draft start. First pick of the draft, Ben. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, it'd be redundant, because number one pick, I'm taking Thunderball. <laughs> I'm not taking Thunderball, the number one pick. Uh, I am going to take Casino Royale, 2006. Okay. Excellent. The, the movie that relaunched Bond to the modern era. Uh, love A lot movie. of people who were adults in the 90s are really upset with you now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> calling calling the 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 two uh, thousands the modern era. <laughs> well, it's the current era. Yeah. yeah. Casino Royale. Fun fact: tenth most profitable Bond film. Cool. Because uh, in percentage or in overall gross. In overall gross, mi- so we're not talking revenue. We're talking profit. So minus budget, adjusted for inflation. So you guys can't okay. see this, but Jafar is wearing a very unique. I'm assuming a uh, homemade green se- visor, sequined 007 visor. Yes, um, it's my scouter. What's his power level? <laughs> three. Anyways, his three. power level is three. <laughs> he is a farmer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe I have second. You do? Yep. All right. I'm gonna stay on the same track um, and get get him while the going's good before um, the Craig films have totally run out. I'm gonna choose Spectre. Uh, has my probably favorite uh, opening scene out of any Bond film uh, and the octopuses in the opening uh, credits really cool looking (laughs) I would say opening scene wise go rewatch Tomorrow Never Dies it's got a pretty good strong opening they've all got pretty good openings except for some of the Dalton entries and one, one of the Dalton films, by the way, I think it's Licensed to Kill, is literally um, uh, a training exercise where people are using paintball guns. Goes wrong. Oh, somebody had a real gun. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. But also there's... Uh, Ooh, I think Ben's going to draft that one. <laughs> uh, there's uh, From Russia with Love, which opens with Bond having a picnic with his girlfriend. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, so I've got two picks. I've got a bumper 
to feel off of. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and break from the Daniel Craig pace. Okay. All right. And I'm taking Goldeneye. Okay. Uh, Goldeneye, besides being one of my favorite Bond films, also did me real well in the last game we played. That's true. <laughs> so I feel like I owe it that Justin Tucker allegiance, mm -hmm. that I owe my eternal kicker in fantasy football, Justin Tucker, who always carries me through. Excellent. That said... Surprising nobody, that was on my list, Jafar. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, and my number two pick is the Bond film that has the most Oscars. Huh. Skyfall. See, I was right to hop on the uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, I thought stuff. for sure you were going to take Skyfall, and I was going to be really bummed, because Skyfall is not only my favorite of the Craigs, but the only one that I really, really like. Casino Royale is okay. I, Quantum of Solace we talked about on the car ride over, actually, uh, Chris <laughs> and I. Um, I feel I like it better with age. And Spectre, I didn't like at all, actually. Uh, but we'll talk about that more as they come around. Those are my two picks. Chris, it's back to you. Excellent. Um, well, I won't lie. Uh... I expected Goldeneye to go first pick with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, not expecting to be able to draft it. I do um, love Goldeneye so yeah. much. So that that one had some pretty good uh, some pretty good stats on it. So mm -hmm. so um, and excellent, excellent. Goldeneye choice. being the ninth most pro most profitable Bond film. Yeah, Skyfall being the third. Well, it's got a really high special attack stat too. Um, <laughs> Skyfall number three. Yeah. Uh, Spectre is number five. Just while we're going through them all. Number one and two still on the board. <laughs> and if number one goes off the board, I will be shocked. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, with Goldeneye gone, I think I have to uh, dip my toes into the Brosnan pond mm -hmm. uh, to get while the going's good. This is a tough one because the, the Brosnan films are pretty good. I think I'm going to go with uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. I mean, I, that's the Bond film I've seen most recently. Yeah. All right. Okay. That one's good. I like that. The Pokeball only shook um, three times and then clicked. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, okay. Well, this is good for me. Uh, some good picks taken, uh, but uh, I was ready for some of these to be gone. So, and I'm happy I, since I get two in a row, I'm going to get the next two I wanted. Uh, so with my uh, second pick, I'm going to take From Russia With Love. That was my next pick if you didn't take it and Chris didn't take it fantastic film and then with the first pick in number three i am going to take on her majesty's secret service damn it that one is shiny i really wanted that one <laughs> there's only one of them in the whole game it's true ben now the only eligible all bonds God. there's his... six you can't take them all I... he threw his master <laughs> ball at that one Unless I actually do get the secret six, uh, never say never again. Well, you'd, you'd have Connery twice. Oh, no, then. I have Connery twice, yeah. Chris, stuck in the middle with you. <clears throat> Your third pick. The House of Craig is uh, all but dry. The Brosnan Pond has been sipped from. The Lazenby uh, Fortress closed before I was able to breach its walls. Um, I'm going to go uh, perhaps a little unorthodoxly. Uh, all the way to the very beginning. 
I'm going to choose Dr. No. All right. Was that the number one most profitable? No. Interesting. From Russia with Love was number four. Okay. Excellent. Really liking how my team is getting uh, filled out here. One and two are Connery films. I will, I will, I will spoil that much for you. All right. Um, okay. So I've got two in a row now. Um, I was planning on taking this one third, but since it doesn't matter and I think it's going to have the most discussion when I pick it, I will save it for fourth. As I want to do. It doesn't matter. We can. D- it takes the same amount of time. I think he's going for this. The other shiny. I'm going for the really shiny one. Yeah. Uh, but we'll first. I'm going to take what is my favorite date movie of all time, The Spy Who Loved Me. All right. Okay. By the way, you know that he didn't, right? Love her. Or you. Yeah, I know he didn't love me. But like her, I mean. He loves her. But, but where was she? The very next film, you know. All I'm saying is, all of these Bond girls he's, like, madly in love with, and then the next film... You know, she they... almost got her own spin-off series. Really? They were planning for it, yeah. It was <laughs> a thing. <laughs> James Bond has only loved one woman, and that is Tracy. I will fight you. So, so this, for my this, next pick, my fourth pick... This lady was like pick. the Martha Washington of James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> for my fourth before. pick, I'm taking a Pierce Brosnan entry... That is not a film. What? I'm taking the video game, Everything or Nothing. Now, I know, I know we talked about this. Stars, the current Bond Q&M. They got the voices of Pierce Brosnan, John Cleese, and Judi Dench. They got Richard Keel back as Jaws. Willem Dafoe voices the villain in this game. And Heidi Klum and Shannon Elizabeth are auxiliary characters. It was written by the same guy who wrote Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, and The World Is Not Enough. This is more a Bond movie than some Bond movies on our list. I, I'm, I'm going to voice my... my dis- I don't agree. I, we said Bond films. Yeah, man. Uh, you went for fucking Digimon. I went for the video game. I went for the interactive film. And I, I, I'm going to say no. If, if you haven't made such a strong case for it... <laughs> If you've just been like, I want the video game guys. Yeah, sure, fuck it. But like... <laughs> I want the video game guys. No. <laughs> no. It's fucking great. I believe This game you. is fantastic. Those games were awesome. But we are also now comparing a two-hour movie with a video game that has 40 hours worth of content. It does not have 40 hours worth of content. This is a PlayStation 2 era action game. Okay, well, but... <laughs> I, it makes Unchart the first Uncharted game feel long. It's still I I I I reject the idea of picking a video game. I think I'm on the same page. I, I think that it might even be in your own best interest not to choose it. It's be- so good. I know that the theme is so good. The logo is so good. They reused it for the documentary on Hulu that has the same name. It even, ins- like, it's the same, like, Quantum of Solace Like, they used it for that even. It's so good. The game is so good. Come on! I, I know, I, I'm not going to argue with that, but, like, uh, I don't have um, Trigger Mortis on my, on my list because it's a book. We're drafting films. So draft Trigger Mortis. I okay. Do, I haven't Chris, read it. Chris, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Example. What? I know what criteria I wrote. Yeah. I'm going to say let him sleep in this bed. In it with all of his poop. Because he pooped the bed and now he's sleeping in it. Yeah, 
he he Godzilla that bad. Yeah, okay, keep your video game nerd. I will. It's fucking sweet. What at Skyfire, man? Because you haven't played everything or nothing. I was certain that you were going to go for original Casino Royale. No, fuck that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Bond? That movie is a trepid piece of shit. Uh, So, David Niven is, uh, or apparently was, um, like the closest to the original idea of Bond, according to uh, his original creator. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's because... He didn't... Well, he wasn't around for Daniel Craig. Well, the original Bond was Ian Fleming. Yeah. Yeah. He, also he, true. He totally Mary sued himself into his book. I've heard some cool stuff about Ian Fleming. I don't know how much of it is true, but... I don't know if he Mary sued himself so much as he wrote a, a well, really fictional. Well, I mean, he, he made himself the hero of his books. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the same unit of service during World War II that. Uh, Christopher he, Lee? Yes, thank you. Christopher Lee was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Ian Fleming wouldn't be a fantastic secret agent, wouldn't be able to, like, murder me without thinking about it. Just saying James Bond was a version of Ian Fleming. Yeah, I mean, the literary bond is, is like, much more British. Stiff upper lip. Uh, and I've heard, because um, I haven't read, I don't think I've read any of the original Bond books. Am I alone in that? I think I've read a few, but it's been a in long high school. time. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. From, from everything that I've read from secondary sources, uh, much more uh, anti-social, or not anti-social, much more uh, like kind of cold-blooded killer. Yeah. Well, I mean, when the company you keep is Christopher Lee, who in my favorite moment of the Lord of the Rings commentary tracks tells the story of when he criticized Peter Jackson for how he was telling him to stab somebody and then asked him point blank, have you ever stabbed a man, Peter? And then went on in great detail about what it's like to stab somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy. All right, so Chris, your pick. Okay. I hadn't even thought about it, but David Niven is kind of a shiny, isn't he? He's like a shiny... You guys are insane. He's a shiny Magikarp holding an Everstone. Like, there's no future for him. I don't know what that means. It it means there's no chance. There's no hope. There's no chance. It's like, you ever see a diamond cut into a shape you just don't like? Um. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just stuck that way for forever. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with um, oh, it's, it's so it's so tough because the the uh, take take it. I know what you're thinking. Take it. The it's, palace. It's your of, first one. Take it. The palace of Roger Moore is uh, what? Yeah. It's your first one. Take it. It's my first one. I left it for you. You said it was your first, <laughs> so I left it for you. Take it. Yeah, I'm gonna take Moonraker. Oh boy. Moonraker's great. It was. It, it, it is, is definitively not great. It is so good. Moonraker like, number eighth most profitable uh, Bond film. It's like the you never expected the henchman of Jaws to have like a heroic turn. Like, oh boy. Okay. And by the way, uh, for those keeping track at home, the Spy Who Loved Me was number six. So only one and two on the top ten most profitable. Bond films of all time are left. Okay, so... The top ten is not laid out how you would expect it to be. 
I've got my I've got my Craig, I've got my uh, Connery, I've got my Lazenby. You need a Dalton and a Moore. No, I need a Dalton and a Brosnan. <laughs> For a second, I, I thought you were gonna go. I need a Dalton and a Dalton, and I was gonna have to kill you. <laughs> I didn't mention that in the strategy corner, but that was the unintended uh, uh, bit of my strategy. Um, if somebody did exhaust one of my pools, I was going to have to kill them. So, uh, so uh, I'm going to first take the Living Daylights. Fair enough. Uh, okay. The movie that uh, Chris so reviled for having its training scenario go gone wrong. No, I think that's the. I think license. no, that's that's the Living Daylights. Oh, okay. Theme by Duran Duran. Yeah, dancing into the fire. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's a good tune. Um, okay. Uh, and, uh, we've only got two Brosnan films left. Uh, so. What's uh, it gonna be? You took Goldeneye and Chris, you took, uh, The World Is Not Enough? Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, you took Tomorrow Never Dies. Yep, so World Is Not Enough. And Die Another Day. Another Day. Uh, that's a pretty easy choice. (laughs) I the world bet is not enough. Ben drafts <laughs> the another world is... day. I don't know. <laughs> no, that I I just I can't take the movie that has the definitively worst Bond Bond song. Uh, <laughs> we had talked about that on the way over too. <laughs> uh, so I will be taking the world is not enough for my last pick. <sighs> Although I will say I'll take that Madonna song over the Jack White one. Oh, I like yeah. the Jack White one. You also said you liked the Madonna one, so I like the Madonna one. Oh boy, oh boy, oh. like I-, I will go on record saying Jack White is the biggest point of contention between me and my wife. Sure. Uh, <laughs> our our marriage has almost ended several times when he comes up. So uh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that uh, each of us has a a Bond theme that we like that we probably. Uh, aren't as proud of as others or, or, or some, or a bond theme that we hate that everybody loves. I I have an anecdote there. Um, one of my favorite bond themes is the man with the golden gun. That's uh, a pretty bad one. By Lulu. Um, (laughs) to the point where do you remember my parents' dog, Lucy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I named Lucy Lulu originally after the artist who sings that song. Mm. Wow. Um, and then we had neighbors move in after three months who had a little girl named Lulu, and we had to change the name of the dog. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Lucy was Lucy and not Lulu. That's how much I like The Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> the man, Okay, I'll say about the film. The Man with the Golden Gun is uh, just absurd. <laughs> the whole way through, it is so much fun. Yeah. Um, you've got, like... Uh, you've got um, what's his name? What um, are you thinking? Knickknack. Um, no, You're thinking Nick Knickknack yeah, is Nick-nack. in Man with the Golden Gun. Odd Job is in Goldfinger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Herve um, Villachez. Yes. Knickknack. <laughs> Knickknack. <man>. Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and and just like the shootout in the weird mirror house. Yeah, man, it's yeah. a great film. Is it your pick? <laughs> Uh, no, I've got to, I've got to, I've only, my choice has been made for me. Okay. Um, I'm not going into this draft without a license to kill. So. 
So, I'm so you're going to have, uh, with your last pick, you're going to have a nice honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you don't take it for your last pick, I will. The Man with the Golden Gun. I fucking uh, love that movie. You left me, Moonraker. How? <laughs> How did you guys not take the one good Roger Moore movie? <laughs> How did you not? Because it, when we go back and listen, part of my plan, not touching Roger Moore movies. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. But, oh, jeez. Moonraker is excellent, Ben. No, Live and Let Die is great. And it has some real interesting moral quandaries with stuff that never gets resolved like hey there's a uh there's magic <laughs> in the bond universe that's why i didn't take it to be honest never touch it again <laughs> <laughs> um okay so for those following along at home we still have the number one and two most profitable um care to venture a guess at number two gentlemen um let's see uh, number two, you said they're all, they're all, uh, you said they're Connery. I am neither confirming nor denying that since it has become a game. Okay. Uh, number two, my guess would be you only live twice. Incorrect. Um, I don't even remember what we've guessed so far. That's fine. Number two, <laughs> Goldfinger. Okay. That was going to be my guess for number one. That's why I didn't take it for number two. I, so is that, what's your guess for number one then? You only live twice? Um, Yeah. Chris, do you have a guess for number one? Most profitable Bond film of all time? Can I see the list? <laughs> um, the list of films? List it's of either films. that or Thunderball. It can't be Thunderball, can it? <laughs> it's Thunderball. What? <laughs> oh, Thunderball, <laughs> Thunderball made, adjusted for inflation, $806.2 million in box office. All right. Skyfall at number three comes closest uh, in the modern era at $793.5 million box office. And then four from Russia with Love immediately drops to $531 million. All right. Casino Royale at 10 is $436.2 million. Only $400 million. Ah. $780,000. The, <laughs> the least profitable number, bond film number. adjusted for inflation is Licensed to Kill at $194 million. Box office. Woohoo! Right, now it's budget. important to know: Did any of the uh, no-no picks get taken? Well, I I, I, I ob- objected obviously because you stole the the rarest, shiniest um, uh, James Bond mon, which is George Lazenby. Yeah, yeah. That was your no-no pick. That was my no-no pick. Well, it was a. I was I was conflicted. I didn't really want to take him. Uh, but he was a very rare, very shiny Pokemon. So. It's it's also a really, really good movie. Um, I, I enjoy it. The villain in that one holds his cigarettes in the least um, uh, common sense way that I've ever seen somebody hold cigarettes. <laughs> it's like between his his uh, his thumb and his forefinger facing out away. Yeah, and he's just like, he smokes with like, it's bizarre. Oh, like he's so making a fist. Ernst Stavro Blofeld is eccentric and weird. <laughs> he's got a cat. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm I'm really happy with my list. I got one of uh, I got five different bonds. Uh, since Live and Let Die didn't get picked, I've got the best Bond uh, themes. Uh, 
I've got the best D- Bond. Disagree. I've got the best Bond girl. Disagree. Diana Rigg is the best Bond girl. We'll get into the whole Bond theme thing, but uh, I will point out, with Dr. No, I do have a theme that shows up in literally every movie. <laughs> it's my, a lot of mileage. Yeah. Uh, ben, what was your no-no pick? My no-no pick no. was... Well, can we not say no-no pick, by the way? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I feel like someone's no about pick. to hold a doll up and ask where we got touched. I don't want to do that. <laughs> where on the pick did Draft the Universe touch you? Um, okay, so my... Uh, come up with a better term for it, please. I'm um, hate pick for now. Okay, so my no-no pick... Uh, <laughs> I just like watching you squirm. Uh, my hate pick was A View to a Kill. That movie is... <laughs> garbage is bad um my my uh hate pick was never say never again um which is especially funny because with how this is cut and me going last and then you immediately sitting down and saying first pick never say never again (laughs) um, (laughs) there will be a lot of people who are i hope when they listen to this go oh shit really did that just happen (laughs) has you recanted away um i am I really want. I really wanted to go with Goldfinger, but I also like. I almost went, took Goldfinger at the yeah. end. I was strongly considering it. Goldfinger is a great film, uh, but uh, the man with the golden gun is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So I briefly brought this up to uh, you guys the other day. I uh, rewatched about half the Bond films a few months ago, and mm-hmm. I found. A lot of problems in my rewatch of Goldfinger, and it was it was heartbreaking because it's it's pun intended the gold standard of Bond films, mm-hmm. and I was just so disappointed watching it with a more critical eye. Just oh well, no, what? Why are they doing these things? Uh, yeah, that's I, the other I mean, thing. It's been a long time since I've seen Goldfinger. Are you talking about like this scale model of Fort Knox coming out of the floor? Well, okay. <laughs> here's my problem. And you guys can tell me what you think about it. Goldfinger has all the gangsters from all the different gangs come to his house on the same day, the day before he knocks off Fort Knox, mm-hmm. telling them that he owes them all, they're all like, you owe us a million dollars. Yeah, and they get into plenty of hijinks on their way home <laughs> as they travel through the Bronx and rumble with other gangs, right? That's no. The, that's that film? No. No. I don't know what movie you're talking He's about. He's talking about the Warriors. Okay. Have you not, have you not seen the Warriors? Oh my god. I have not. Okay, when we do our cult movie draft eventually, and I take Warriors as the number one pick, we'll sit down and watch it together. I'm fine with that. It is not. It is something I've been meaning to watch. I've never gotten around to it. Can uh, you dig it? Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, but, so, Warriors! No, let, let me make my point! Yay! Uh, stop it. <laughs> that's a very specific <laughs> reference that people will get if they know that. Uh, okay. That is that has entered the popular zeitgeist. I I haven't seen it. I know that reference. Thank um, you, all the offspring. <laughs> but anyway, so all the gangsters come to Goldfinger's house. Goldfinger is supposed to be rich enough; he could just pay them right now. Uh, but he says, "Hey, stay here. Let me explain my plan." But my plan is a lie because he tells them he's going to rob Fort Knox. His actual plan is to blow up Fort Knox. Then one guy, the gangster Solo, is like, "I'm not in. I'm not down with this." Uh, and they're like, "That's fine. You can go." Everybody else is like, "Yeah, I'll take ten million dollars tomorrow instead of a million dollars today." I, I, a day of my time is worth nine million dollars. Something, something hamburgers. Then, 
Odd job. Drive Solo away. Shoots him. They crush the car. Although he already put a million dollars worth of gold in it. <laughs> then they release gas and kill everybody in the place. So he lied to a bunch of people. He killed an hour later. And then he took Solo away to kill him in a different way, which with the, how long the gas took, it was actually a nicer, more humane way. He had one second of, oh shit, a gun, and not ten seconds of, I'm clawing at the door because I'm an overacting uh, extra in this Bond movie. Then, hey, that's a not fe- he has a name that is a featured, uh, a featured actor. That's not an extra, Ben. These are a lot of them didn't have lines. Uh, no lines, no name. Yeah, you're not in the script if you don't have lines. No lines, no name, no SAG card. Uh, That's how it works. But th- not, so, not only is he wasted Odd Job's time, he destroyed a car, and he has to uh, extract the gold using a furnace from what was a perfectly nice luxury car. Yeah, I, I agree. It's very strange. It makes I, I, no sense. I think I think it made less sense back then. More sense now. Okay, so the draft is done. Uh, we're going. I just bought the complete Bond uh, collection, so I'm gonna have to borrow five movies. Yeah, I'm no go- reason. I'm going to be lending out s- some movies to my friends, and then we will reconvene next time for the matches. All right, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's we Day. We totally forgot to. Yeah, I mean, we should... We should oh, do- oh, we have some apologies. Yes, we forgot our apologies. We almost forgot our apologies. Apologies to our apologies list that oh, we geez. almost forgot. I think we've forgotten it at least one episode now. Well, we've only done it on draft episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we only, we only apologize at the start of a topic because we usually find it too hard to insult someone so thoroughly that they deserve an apology okay. in the draft. Um, first off... So I've been watching The Crown lately, mm-hmm. and they reference a lot of locations, which has caused me to actually look at a map of England, which is something a couple episodes ago I said I would never do. Um, so one, apologies to myself for looking at a map of England, but also while looking at a aforementioned map of the United Kingdom, I found that Wales is actually on the western side of the continent, of the island, rather, ah. and not the east side so once again, we must apologize to the Welsh. This is, uh, I, I can't say anything. I just can't. Um, and then do we have any other apologies? I have, yeah, I have, I have an apology. Um, I'd like to apologize to the modern world uh, that we're drafting James Bond, probably the biggest misogynist in film history, um, <laughs> on Valentine's Day of all days. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag, uh, hashtag me too. Yeah. Just just as like a as like a bumper. Like these films can get a little problematic. We're gonna make light a little. Of it. <laughs> they can get very problematic. Very problematic. They are all very problematic. Very problematic. Very quickly. Uh, maybe even some of these actors. We're gonna make light of that because I think that it's important to laugh a little bit. But I think it should go without saying that uh, our our podcast and us as people are unanimously behind uh, people who uh, are speaking up and trying to make our culture a better place right now. I literally went on a 10-minute rant today about how they better not delegitimize the Women's Royal Rumble. Just saying. <laughs> so, on behalf of Bond, Draft the Universe would like to apologize to 
women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're sorry. Sorry about <laughs> sorry about old James Bond. Sorry sorry about Albert Broccoli. Sorry about Sean Connery and his personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh um well, we, I think we have to we have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. If we apologize on behalf of everybody who's ever done anything shitty, we're gonna be here a while. I think we're That's just gonna true. go with the character James Bond. Yes. And Sean Connery. Who... Andy and Fleming. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. Oh, oh by uh, the way, interesting factor that I noticed um, just today. I mean, I've also been watching The Crown, and it made me realize uh, James Bond, the literary character, has been a Secret Service agent under a king and a queen. But James Bond, the film character, has only served under the same queen the whole time. That was the thing I realized uh, watching on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It was the same Her Majesty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, James Bond actually has met the queen on film. Yes. Actual Queen Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Almost Uh, drafted it. Stop. I thought about it. Stop making noise. Sorry. (laughs) If it was not a, like three-minute short film that they used to open the Olympics in London in 2012, I probably would have. But you drafted a video game instead. I drafted the video game instead. Okay. All right. Well, so we have our draft picks. We have our homework to do. We've got all ten hours of movies to watch before we come back. I'm looking forward to it. I am, too. I was about halfway through when they took them all off Amazon Prime, so I'm going to... Can we say Amazon Prime? Yeah, why can't we? Okay, I just wondered. It's not like we're talking about the Royal Rumble, the WWE event impending in a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, what did you say again? What was that? Royal Rumble. We're talking about the WWE event. As when opposed he says to, that, he doesn't have to bleep it. As opposed <laughs> to the Nerdfight Battle Royal, which is our podcast. Yes. Not Nerdfight. No, we have to bleep that. Yeah. Okay. Are we good with ending the podcast now, guys? Yeah, let's do some credits. Uh, we got the kickstand band. They did our theme. You can find them at bandcamp.com. That's my part. We can switch it up. No, so we should keep it the same. You can email us. Stop at DraftTheUniverse at gmail.com. See what happens when Any you give ideas? him permission. It starts with a video game, and then he steals our credits. I tried to stop this. You were the one capitulating. Please send idea and criteria to that email. No, you DraftTheUniverse at gmail.com. You definitely capitulated before I did. Because you were waffling for so long. Feel free to join us at DraftTheVerse on Twitter. We can use the hashtag draft the universe to tell us how you feel about our picks. Cool. He can do the next episode on his own. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. I'll win. All in one all in one breath. Goodbye. As always, thanks to the Kickstand Band for our theme song How It Feels. You can find more of their music at bandcamp.com. And feel free to send us any criteria or topic ideas to DraftTheUniverse at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at DraftTheVerse join us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse and join the discussion using the hashtag DraftTheUniverse
a Jimmy Crack corner. We're not talking about Jimmy Bond. And I don't care. This is gold, Mr. Bond. All my life. <laughs> All my life, Mr. Bond. I'm not I'm not gonna do the vo- I'm not gonna do a voice. All my life, Mr. Bond. <laughs> All of it. Been drawn to gold. Everywhere around the world, they're coming to my gold laser. <laughs> <laughs> um, 